Welcome to the Step In, Step Up podcast. This is a conversation designed to help you get the most out of your Step In, Step Up journey. Today, we have a great episode, so get ready. All right, and welcome back to the Step In, Step Up podcast. Uh, We do this podcast because there's only so much you can fit in on a Sunday morning. We do this podcast because we want to help people to continue on their journey to step in and step up. Uh, The last month, we were looking at what does it look like to step in and step up spiritually. This whole month, we're talking about what does it look like to step in and step up through serving and through volunteering. And today, you guys have a special treat. Now, as most of you know, normally my co-host is Matt Allman. But what you guys might not know is that in addition to being my co-host, he has a side gig as lead pastor of Momentum Christian Church. And so this week, he's with our student ministries team up at uh, CIY camp. And so today, I have the one and the only Cassie Olgeen sitting in as my co-host. Cassie, say hi to everybody. Hi, everybody. Cassie, what is it that you actually do here at Momentum? Um, I am our administrative assistant slash um, do all of the other things. <laughs> so here's what here's what you guys don't know about Cassie. Cassie is the person who actually runs Momentum. If Cassie were to drop dead, within about three or four weeks, all of a sudden bills would be overdue, things would not be booked. The lights would not turn on. Cassie is the one who actually makes everything run. She's the reason that we actually have emails that go out, things get posted online. Cassie makes sure all of the different ministries are connected, that they're communicating and that they're going on. So it doesn't her her title should probably be something more along the lines of grand leader, all things momentum. (laughs) And so, um, Cassie, I know though that Working here at Momentum is not the only thing you do. What else do you have going on in your world, in your life? Well, I am a wife, um, and I'm a mom to three little girls, um, and I homeschool my kids. So um, they are they are with me almost all the time. Um, you've caught me on a rare week where my oldest is at CIY herself, and my other two are at a day camp. But um, I, I also... Um, my mom lives with us and um, help her, and my grandfather is elderly with Alzheimer's, and um, I'm one of his primary caregivers as well. Perfect. I'm so glad you mentioned all of those things because that's exactly what we're talking about on the podcast today. We're going to talk about how do you serve when life is busy. Um, so many of the people that we talk to that we'll encounter in church world and church life are like, hey man, it's so hard for me to serve because I have a busy life. And so I'm glad that you're on the podcast with us because I want to just kind of give an example of people who actually can serve even in the midst of busyness, which actually brings us to my favorite segment that we started here recently, where we have volunteer of the week. All right. Let me tell you a little bit about this week's volunteer that we want to highlight. Her name is Alexandria Wells. She is a recently graduated high school senior. And when most people think of high school seniors, they think of sleeping in, they think of taking weekends off, they think of all kinds of stuff like that. But every single time she serves in Kid City, she is there like half an hour early. She's there putting the lessons together, putting the crafts together. She was perfect for the four and five and six year olds that she serves with, always has a smile on her face uber dependable, uber great with kids, someone that we are just so happy to have 
on our team. And so this week's shout out for volunteer of the week goes to Alexandria Wells. You are going to get something awesome and good. And we'll definitely put your picture up on social media with a connection to this podcast. So Alexandria, thank you so much for your service. Um, but let's talk a little bit. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about serving in a busy season of life or serving with a busy schedule. Cassie, what are some of the reasons that people give us that they just can't serve or there are things that they, that might interfere with it? Um, I'm so busy. Does it really matter if I serve? It does. You know, is it necessary for me to serve? That is a great question that we honestly probably get all of the time. Does it really matter if I serve? Here's what I want you to remember. I want you to remember the one. And here's what I mean by that. For me, I like to think of, because I, I serve in Kids City a lot. I serve with kids and stuff like that. I like to think about, okay, I've got, I've got one picked up. There is a kid in our um, children's ministry that I know has a rough Monday through Saturday. Um, not, that, not that he's got crazy home life or anything like that, but he just has a rough life. Not a lot of things are going great for him. And he looks forward to Sunday. Like he, he begs his parents to, to be there on Sunday. He rushes in. Um, I think if we kept it open for another three hours, he would stay there uh, quite easily. He loves it. And when we don't have enough volunteers, or let's say that for some reason like that we were really shorthanded or some reason like that, that particular guy is not going to get the attention and love that he's not, there's not just not a lot of places he's getting that from. And so in Kid City, I say, think of the one. Think about when you show up, there's at least one person that is definitely benefiting from you being there. Um, let's, let's take it to something that's quite not, that's not quite as uh, obvious or something like that. If let's imagine you're a greeter and you're just welcoming people as they walk in and you're like, does it really even matter if I do this? I think about the number of people that spend Monday through Saturday and they, no one smiles at them. No one seems to care whether or not they actually show up at work. You know, if they disappear, they just hire somebody else the next day or something like that. There are so many people in our world that do not receive affection, that do not receive care, that do not receive anything else except for through the church. And so does it matter if you really serve? The answer is Definitely yes, because the more one, just the more people that we have serving means that there are more people being loved. And then two, you are going to bring something special to the area you serve that no one else brings, and it's going to be exactly what somebody else needs. Does that make sense? Totally. Um, what else we got? Um, another one that parallels that is: Does Jesus actually care if I serve? Does it matter to Him? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So we, we can make an argument that, Hey, any organization is going to need volunteers and, and, but does Jesus himself actually care if I serve? Um, well, here's what I would say. Like, I, I think it's Matthew, Matthew 20, 28. It's Matthew 20 for sure. I can't remember the exact verse. Maybe it's 28 where Jesus says, um, I did not come to be served, but to serve and give my life as a ransom for others. And if Jesus followers, and this only makes sense if you're a Jesus follower. So if you're not a Jesus follower, you don't have to listen to anything else I'm about to say. And you don't have to take it to heart. But for Jesus followers, we say we want to be like Jesus. We say that we follow him, that we're trying to be like him. And Jesus himself says, I came to serve others. 
So the the biblical basis is pretty clear that Jesus says, hey, like, if you're going to follow me, you're going to have to live as I lived. And he came to serve. Uh, to say I am a non-serving Jesus follower is like saying I'm a meat-eating vegan. It's just a contradiction in terms. It's an oxymoron. Um, uh, we, we, we get that one sometimes. Sure. What are, what are some other other things that people say, hey, I, I, I can't serve. I'm too busy because. Um, well, Jeremy, kind of to parallel that or dive deeper into that. What about in the regard of, well, that's not necessarily my spiritual gift. Like I don't have to, um, I don't have to do that specific thing that Jesus did because I'm really good at this other thing that he did. And so that's really where I should focus all of my energy. What does the Bible kind of say about that? And sure. Picking and choosing. Um, let, let, let me let me uh, let me explain it like this. Um, have you had a busy couple weeks the last couple weeks? That I have. Okay. Did you find time to feed your kids? I did. How Not did, always well, but I did. <laughs> but you just said you were busy. How did you How did you find time to feed your kids? Well, they have to eat. So okay. We made it a priority. So yeah, I, I mean, obviously that's a little facetious, but here's the deal. A church is supposed to be a family. We, we talk about this over and over again. A church is supposed to be a family. If you found out that there was a family that wasn't taking care of their kids, you would call them neglectful. You might call them dysfunctional. You would, you would definitely say that there's a problem there. Now, here's the deal. You, your favorite thing might not be cooking food. Your favorite thing might not be serving food or cleaning up dishes, but you're like, I love my children. Therefore, even though I'm busy, I'm going to make sure they have food to eat, and I'm going to take the time out of my schedule to do so. As Jesus followers within a church body, one of the things we have to understand is, yes, our gifts might be like somewhere else. Like, so just in a normal family, I don't think anyone's gifted to take out the trash, <laughs> um, but somebody had better be taking out the trash. And so within a church body, yeah, I want to encourage you to definitely serve in the area of your giftedness. If you know an area where you're like, you come alive and you're passionate about it, definitely go there. But the idea of, well, I'm not going to serve unless it can be in this one specific manner, in this one particular way that I really like, that's, that's not what family's about. Family's about pitching in and making sure that like, and like I said, definitely find the areas that are the best fit for you. But there's not a uh, there's not an idea that exists within church, like Christianity, of I, I can only serve in this one particular area and I I can't possibly do anything else. Uh, what else? What else? What else do we usually get? Um, frequently, and I think I've argued this for myself over the years, but my situation is unique. Um, I'm busier than most people. I have more going on or more on my plate than other people do. So they can serve and I, I get a pass. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, here's, here's one thing I'd, I'd ask everybody to remember is that every single person I know has a uniquely busy life because we are all unique. So yeah, you're right. Your busyness will be different than other people's busyness. Um, but the only people that we have serve are busy people. Like part of being alive today in 2019 is being busy, but that's not actually unique. Like if you go back 300 years ago, you would have spent four or five hours a day gathering water. And so you would have been busy simply because if you don't gather this water, you're not going to be able to eat or live or uh, cook your food or drink or anything like that. So back then people could have said, well, I'm too busy to serve because I've got to, you know, actually survive. Busyness, having lots of stuff to do that's important and that matters is just part of being human and being alive. And so I, 
I, I guess the best way to do this might be just simply tell you some of the stories of people that we have that are serving. Like literally yesterday, I got a text from um, a woman who is eight months pregnant, eight and a half months pregnant. And she's like, hey, um, about, about serving this Sunday. Is this the Sunday I'm on? Is this the Sunday I'm off? And I was like, hey, why don't you just go ahead and, and take this Sunday? <laughs> take a break. Take this Sunday off. But, she, but like her heart and her desire was to continue to serve in any and in, in, in all reality, it's like no, you have you have the one excuse that's ironclad. You don't need to be serving. Um, there's a guy on our kids' city team that when he's not serving with kids, he's like a major crimes detective. He 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 works murder cases and stuff like that. And he there's plenty of weekends where he he could easily be like, I can't make it. I've got important things to do. But he's there and he serves. And when he's not there, he's like, Hey, Jeremy, I've got a case coming up. Who who do you want me to call to fill in for me? Um, we have a single mom in the Navy. I mean, you take two busy things, single mom, Navy, you put them together into one person. Clearly she could skip out and be like, and be justified. And she's still on our welcome team. Um, I think about our, all the people that serve in our student ministry. A lot of them are full-time college students who are working on top of that an additional 20 to 30 hours and studying, trying to, you know, make grades and stuff like that. And they still take the time out to spend hours each week pouring in the lives of middle school and high school students. So I, yes, I will definitely agree with you that however busy you are, you are uniquely busy, but those are the only kind of people that serve. Uh, what else do we get? Um, I think, um, another one is that the adage of I'm busy. Um, I don't have time for this. And I think I can successfully follow Jesus, be a good person, you know, do all those things without actually serving um, my church and my community. Ah, uh, absolutely, absolutely. Let me let me tell you it like to, uh, explain it like this one on that one. Um, when okay, let me put it this way: when you get married, or when you enter a long term relationship. You discover, and I think Matt talked a little bit about this on the last podcast, and I'm going to explain it, go, go a little bit further with it. You discover parts of yourself that are only unlocked in that relationship. So let me, let me put it this way. Um, I discovered how selfish I was when I got married and what I wanted to do conflicted with what my wife Kim wanted to do. And all of a sudden I realized there are parts of me that are not that holy, that are not that great. Um, I'm not as good as I think I am. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And it was through that relationship that God helped mature me and grow me because I have to practice being less selfish now that I'm a husband. Also, on the flip side, there were great parts about me that I only discovered once I be, once I got married. There, I, uh, there are things that I, I found an interest in only because of my relationship with Kim. Um, this is totally silly and totally low-key, but I was never a pajama guy growing up. I just never wore pajamas. I, you know, like sleep in like basketball shorts, T-shirt or something like that. Kim grew up wearing pajamas, loving pajamas, something like that. And so like one of the first gifts I think I ever got from her or her family or something like that were pajamas. I'm like, what am I going to do with these? Like, <laughs> And I'm like, actually, I really like comfortable pajamas now, <laughs> especially like in the winter when it's cold or something like that. That's something I would have never known or discovered had I not entered into that relationship. I know that's a silly example, but in the same way that 
God used a relationship to make me less selfish and God used a relationship to show me new things that I um, hadn't experienced before. God is going to use serving to do the same thing. There are areas of your life that God wants to make you more like Jesus in. And here's the, here's the honest truth. If you're serving on a Sunday morning, there are going to be a lot of Sundays where you would rather sleep in. You would rather just turn over, hit the alarm, go back to sleep and just take it easy. But it's when you get up, you go in there and you care for kids or you care for people that you're greeting or you're serving on the tech team or whatever role, you know, you're, you're setting up the cafe that God is using that to refine you and make you a better person. And then there's also going to be things that you're only going to discover that you love that experiences that you did not even realize that you're, that are only going to be unlocked when you serve. And so, yeah, can, can you continue to be the same person you've always been and not serve? Sure. But that's never been the call of Jesus followers. The, the, the call has never been to just stay the same. The call is always to be become more like Jesus. In some ways, in the, in the, in some ways that's a painful call because you've got to let go of selfishness. You've got to let go of immaturity. You've got to let go of these other things. And in some ways, it's a very beautiful call because you get to become a part of things that you'll never experience otherwise. Um, Cassie, just to kind of turn it back on you, give me an example. Tell me a story or something like that about something you've discovered through serving that you would have never known otherwise. Um, well, I was actually thinking about my husband when you were just speaking about, you know, stepping into something and learning and God growing you. Um, I know he listens to this podcast, so he's going to love that I tell this story, but um, it has to do with both of us, actually. Early on when we were at Momentum, um, and we were serving on the welcome team together, we were really excited to be at a church where we had an opportunity to serve together because that wasn't our experience previously. And our kids could be involved, and it was just, it became a family thing. And at some point along the way, um, he he is a self-admitted extrovert, I mean introvert, sorry, and I'm a self-admitted extrovert, like to the max. And at some point along the way, he was approached to be a welcome team leader. And, um, that for me was like, wait, what you're asking the wrong one of us. <laughs> um, you know, I'm, the, oh, yeah. I'm that person. And, um, you know, once I, I took a step back and I, I saw what God was doing, that he was opening the door for me to be able to serve in other areas that I didn't fully see, you know, were necessary in the church. And he really took my husband and just molded him. And he's a fantastic welcome to leader. And I mean, I, I know I'm biased, but he, yeah. he, I'll agree with you. I'll he is. You. He's he has a gift for it that I don't even think I saw as his wife before then. Um, and he's just so wonderful at it. And but I know from conversations with him that God has grown him into the welcome team leader he is and into the leader he is. And um, it's been really cool from my perspective to watch that, but then also learn from it for me personally and um, be open to not exactly the thing that I thought God would, you know, use me for and that he was opening up um, other opportunities and other avenues for me to serve our church that have helped me grow um, more into a leader. And I mean, simply being on this podcast today is so outside of my comfort zone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, you know, but this is something that, you know, two, three years ago, if you had asked me to co-host with you, I would have laughed in your face and said, no way. Um, But here we are. So, it's really awesome to, to see when you step into stretching yourself to serve God and to serve his kingdom and, and his church, what he can do with that and the doors that he opens um, to make you a better servant of his church. Perfect. All right. Let me ask you this, Cassie. Let's suppose we've got somebody that's listening. And they're like, okay, I am agreeing with all of this. You've taken away every excuse that I could possibly have. And even though I'm busy, 
I now want to serve. Thank you, whoever that person is. Um, <laughs> what should they do to actually start serving? Like if they're at Momentum this Sunday, what would you have them do? What should they do? I would say come out and see me at the info table after church or before if you're there um, early. Um, come out and see me. And we have a whole list of areas where we could use different people to serve Um in almost any capacity you could imagine. And so there is something there that will fit your giftings and your comfort zone, or maybe we'll stretch you a little bit. Um, and just come on out and we can tell you more about that. You're not, you know, signing on the dotted line commitment. You're saying you want to look more into it and we will connect you with the right person to talk to about those areas. Um, and then get you connected. And, and if it's something, for instance, like soundboard, we can train you too. So we're definitely not asking you to just instantly know every single thing about the role you might want to fill. That's true. That's um, true. We will definitely spend time investing in you, training you for whatever the position that is, if it's serving with our kids or you know, doing something with the worship team, sound tech team, um, connections, whatever. Just let us know and we, we are... Awesome. Ready to help. So that you heard it from Cassie. Just find her at the Info Center this Sunday after, before or after church, and we will help you continue to step in and step up in your serving. Well, I think that's going to do it for the podcast uh, today. Definitely, guys, make sure that you um, are sharing this with all of your friends and family, rating it on all of the different platforms that we're on, because as we all know, we're trying to go from literally two dozen to three dozen listeners. Uh, Thank you guys so much. This will be it for this episode of Step In and Step Up.